0: I quoted the the scripture when I was praying at the very beginning. Ain't no rock going to cry in my place. Okay? The Bible says that if you don't worship, if you don't praise him, the rocks will cry out. Somebody, somebody's going to praise him. I don't want to get to heaven and go, uh, I just didn't catch on to it. It just wasn't my style. It just Whatever. I don't want to make any excuse. I don't want anything taking my place in what I'm supposed to do to the Father. Amen. He is worthy of our praise. He, listen, when you get to heaven, your easy laid back Baptist, Methodist, Pentecostal, whatever label you want to put on it won't work. I promise you, we're trying to get you ready for glory. It's not something, I'm trying to get you ready when you walk into the, the throne room, And those thousands upon thousands upon thousands are crying, holy, holy, holy. And you see Jesus face to face. I promise you, you're going to act like a fool. So get ready. It's okay. Just loosen just a little bit. Because I'm telling you, when you get to glory and you think and you begin to... And he starts playing the video... Johnny ain't here this morning, but he starts to play the video of of things that could have happened. Me and Johnny talk about this all the time. It didn't because God said, nope, 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 nope. That car could have hit you, but God said, no, no, that's my my baby right there. You can't do it. Yeah. And we begin to watch, and let me tell you something. When you see all that God's done for you, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be, you' gonna look. You' gonna look silly. You' just gonna look silly. So you might as well go on and start now. Amen. Listen, we've walked through some tough stuff. Okay. One thing the enemy wants out of every bit of it that you walked through is to realize that God is not good. Okay. Any circumstance. His main objective is to point you to say that, okay, God, you weren't good in that. Preacher says you're good all the time. But God, you weren't good in that. See, that's what the enemy wanted for me to do. The enemy wanted me to say, God, you are good. But you weren't good when I had to sit there and she was laying here. You weren't good. No, he was good. And he's still good. Amen? Yeah. That's right. That doesn't change. And what can't change is the way I see it. God, you're good, and you're good all the time. And you have my best interest at heart. Whatever I'm walking through, you're walking beside me. It's not easy. It's not fun. It's not the way I would do it. You know, I had a lot better plan than he had. Okay? No, that's a lie too, okay? Because his plan is always the best. And it's not always easy. But you can't lose focus. You can't let the enemy rob you that he's good all the time. He's good all the time. And that never changes. (laughs) He's so stupid. Just let me say it like I like to say it give you some Woodland Drive talk. He's just stupid. You know, he, 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 he thought he was taking Debbie out. You can turn the lights back on, Lisa. I want to see who I'm preaching to. He thought he was taking Debbie out. And we all know she was a prayer warrior. We all know that she, her, her life, it, it lived, she, she preached her own funeral. I didn't, we didn't have to do a whole lot. Um, she lived her life and, and she was, Highly favored and highly anointed, we all know that and um and just the stupid move of taking her out. Well, all he done was just put her right into the right at the foot of his at the foot uh, right in front of him. he just took her right there to the throne room, he just took her face to face, he just took her to a whole different level, so pretty was a pretty good stupid move on his part, if you ask me, because she can talk to the father a lot better now. On my behalf and on our behalf, amen, than she could while she was here. Because now she can talk to him face to face. As the Bible says right now, we see through a dark glass dimly. But one day, some glad morning when this life is over, we're going to talk to him face to face Y'all going to get me stirred up in a minute now. We're going to talk to him face to face. Yeah. And this whole life will be or and, and, and what's done for Christ is all that will matter. Okay, what's done for Christ is all that will matter. Not how much money you got, not how big a house you have, not how many cows you got. You know, none of that matters. What matters is, what did I do with Jesus? Yeah. And when I stand before him, I don't want him to say, well, you know, you've done all right, but you could have done this, you could have done, no, I want to go all for it. What has he got? What's he got? And I don't want fear and depression anxiety on all that junk, messing up what he's got. Because the enemy, again, the enemy's whole objective, and this ain't got nothing to do with what I'm preaching. I don't know where I'm going, just hang on. I know where I'm going, where I'm trying to get to. But his whole objective is to get all this other stuff for my focus to be on all this other stuff and not on the main thing. And that's easy to do, okay? We're human. That's why I gotta steady keep pushing back. I gotta steady keep getting my focus in line to what the Father's doing and what the kingdom's doing. Not about all this other stuff. Because he's all he's trying to do is just to pull my focus just a little. Just a little. Just a little. And first news, you know, I'm mad with the preacher, I'm mad with the church, I'm upset with this, I'm mad at God, really, and and, and all of this. And first news, you know, somebody done this, somebody did that, and I don't like this, and I don't like that, yada, yada, yada. And the enemy's just clapping his hands. Because you have taken your eyes off of him, and you're looking at all of this. Peter done the same thing. And what happened to Peter when he took his eyes off the Father? He began to sink. And Jesus had to reach out like he does. You know, let's, let's just get this clear now who he is. Jesus didn't go say, I told you so. Go on, you're going to sink in a minute. When you get below your nose, you'll, you'll start turning your eyes toward me then. You'll look up one day. No, I don't know why I'm going on all this. Some of y'all need it, I guess. Maybe I need it. No, when he began to sink, what Jesus do? He reached out and took him. He's good all the time. Hey? Yeah. He's good all the time. Brother Rodney, is he going to always know he may let you go under and a whale may get you? (laughs) Well, I wasn't expecting the whale. Thank God for the whale. You can live in the whale when you get to heaven, ask Jonah. (laughs) It wasn't a five star. (laughs) But it had an awesome ending. Can you imagine, Riley, that would be the ultimate youth camp. (laughs) You know, you see these coming off the ramps in the the air and land in the pool. What it must have been like to be Jonah. Did he just, I don't know. He might have shot him out. I don't know. But that'd be an awesome youth camp. I'd go on that one. Just to watch, not to be spit, but just to watch. My body can't handle the spitting anymore (laughs) because when I landed, I wouldn't be able to move. I don't know, but God is good. And He's good all the time. No matter what, He's good, okay? And if you don't get anything this morning, just that, to refocus, to realign, to line up and say, okay, God, I don't understand it. And there'll be plenty of that. But God, I know you're good, and I'm just gonna trust you. To whom else shall we go? You have the words of life. I ain't going nowhere. Not gonna quit. Not gonna quit. What made you quit? Ah, uh, yada yada yada. Nope. Not going to quit. Not going to quit. Lincoln, man, him in my water, please. Thank you. I'm not going to quit, no matter what. God's good. He's good all the time. There is a vast supply. Amen. We've been talking about the well. This may be the last sermon on it. I'm not sure. I'm thinking it's pretty close to the end of the well series, but that's all right. If God gives me something else, I'll I'll, I'll continue on. But we've been talking about the well. We've been talking about what's in our well. We've been talking about, you know, the, the stuff that you need to get out of the ditch. You need to get out so the water can flow and so the Holy Spirit can flow. We are everything. We talk naturally Turns to spiritual things, okay? So we need we need our ditches cleaned out. You remember me talking about how at Angie's house the ditch had filled in and the water began to do, to erode the driveway away because it couldn't go the path that it needed to, way it was designed. We're designed to receive and to pour out through the Holy Spirit, Amen. And then there's stuff in our life that gets the ditch clogged, and sometimes you need to get on your hands and knees—a good place to be—and dig out the 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 the, the pipe. To where the water can go through, and we talked about that a little bit. We talked about what's in our well when you draw up. Grandmama used to draw up that old that old, that, that that handle. She'd turn it, and she had an old scoop that you could you could scoop out the bucket and drink your good cold drink of water. Yeah, and I talked about that Sunday. What's 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 in your bucket? Do you want to take grandma's scoop and? Dip in it, I go, Ooh, heck, no, I ain't drinking none of that mess. And we've all been there. Amen? Amen. We've all had stuff in our bucket. Amen? Amen. Come on, confession's good for the soul. Yeah, we've all had stuff in our bucket. But we ought to be in the process. And this is where the Lord had led me this week. and And I may preach on this now, I don't know. I'll get to it sooner or later. But... But are you in the process of attending to your will? Are you in the process of attending your will? How do I do that, Brother Rodney? You work out. You work out your salvation, the Bible says. Your focus is the Father. You don't have to. You get to. And and you're not satisfied where you are. Come on now. Why did you come this morning? Why did you come? So you could leave the same? Have you changed lately? Has what's been said from this pulpit, from all of us, not just me, has it done anything to you or did you just come to church? Can you look back in the last five years and go, wow, look what God has done? I believe you can. I believe you can. But we can't stop that process. We can't be satisfied just to go to church. We can't be satisfied just to be saved. He did not die on a cross just so you could go to heaven. That's not what he died for. He died so we could bring the kingdom to earth. Yeah, that's what he wanted. So heaven could invade earth. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's what he wanted. And that's why he died. So that you and I could experience his salvation and then begin to experience his sanctification and begin to understand who the Holy Spirit is in us, to understand who we are, and begin to walk out this process in this thing we call life. And as you go, make disciples. As you're going along your journey, make disciples. Yeah, love people. Love them where they are. Some are hard to love, but love them where they are. And if, you can, if they don't want to be loved, the Bible says that you can shake your sand off your feet and keep on moving. You don't have to get caught up in the, in the, in the junk. Yeah, you just move on. It's okay. I listened to a message the other day from Robert Madu on, on um, help me, Jody. Expiration. expiration dates. Couldn't think of the title of it. Expiration dates. Everything has an expiration date. When you go to the grocery store and you pick up that gallon of milk, you should, and I don't know if you do, but you should look at the date. Because when you start pouring it, if it don't flow <laughs> if, if things start going clump, clump. Mm, that makes cereal so good. That made me want to mm, I ain't gonna say it. But it has an expiration date. There are there are there are relationships that have expiration dates. It's a powerful message. It's about Abraham and Lot. And it's a powerful message. I I learned, I'm going to listen to it. I listened to it one time, I'm going to listen to it again. I'll probably listen to it three or four more times. Because we get caught up in in, in the enemy. The enemy wants us in stuff that that the expiration date's already gone past, and it's time to move on. Okay, I don't know where any of this is coming from, because I am not, that's not what I'm preaching on. John chapter 6, 1 through 4. But I ain't got there yet, but it's okay. But, but there's expiration dates. Lot and Abraham came to a point to where they had to, the expiration date came and they had to split. You got to go your way and I got to go my way. Okay? Now a good lesson in that is Lot wasn't even supposed to be with him. There's some relationships that God has not chosen for you that you don't need to be involved in. Because he said, "Do what?" When he told Abraham, what did he tell him to do? I'm sending you to a country that you don't know. You take you and your you take you and your your family, and that's it. Nobody else. And Abraham took Lot. There's a whole different deal. I ain't going into all that. But there's some relationships. That's why, that's why you can't just go to church. Because if you just have a religious spirit about you, you're going to find yourself in places and in relationships and in jobs and in all of that that you don't belong. Huh? But when I'm tuned in to Him, when I'm walking with Him, now the world may not agree with it and that's okay. They don't have to agree with it. What has to be agreed upon is me and him are together on it. Huh? And when me and him are together on it, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who says it's okay, Rodney, for you to walk down this road. But everybody else don't like it. I don't care what everybody else like. It's okay, Rodney you to go down this road because he's ordained it Yeah. yeah and there's those relationships that if you're not tied into the father singles listen to me if you're not tied into the father you get in a mess then all of a sudden your heart gets involved And you done done crossed the bridge. And it was sure pretty from over here. That river was flowing. But buddy, you across that bridge now? There's some rocks. There's some sticks. There's some gullies. It sure looked like good farmland. run cattle over there, but boy, it ain't. one of the things I done at the very beginning okay I'm just keeping it real but I prayed and I talked to the father on many occasions after Debbie died and I said God, I don't want what I just preached. I don't want to get involved. I don't want to be lonely the rest of my life. Some of you can, and that's fine. That's good. I'm all for it. Rodney can't. It's okay. Okay? I talk to the Father, and the Father's okay. But I said, Lord, I don't want to get involved in what I just talked about. I want you to lead me across the bridge that's you on the other side. Huh? I don't want to be alone the rest of my life. But I don't want to get out here and do something that brings shame to me, that brings shame to you. And I don't, God, that ain't what I want to do. That ain't my heart. Everything I ask God for, He provided in that woman right over there. Every bit of it. Every bit of it. Every bit of it. But there's some relationships that don't need to be. I don't know why I'm on this. Believe me, I am. I got John chapter 6 on the screen ready to go. And I might get there, I probably won't. I don't know why I'm on this. I'm just telling you, there's more to going to church than just going to church. He died for more than that. He died so that you could walk in power. So you could hear His voice. And you could talk to Him. He answers prayers. Okay? He answers prayers. And His whole mind, his whole, his whole everything about Him is good for me. And He wants to do good for me. His best interest is, in my, in, is, is for me. He's for me. He's not against me. He's for you. He's not against you. But he can't be just some Sunday morning act that we do because we've done it all of our life and because my daddy done it, my mama done it, my granddaddy done it, my grandmama done it. No, I got to do it because it's up to me. It's my life. It's my journey. It's not my daddy's journey. I can't, I can't get to heaven on my daddy's coattail. But God said, I want to empower you, Rodney. I want to empower you, Gippy, to go out here and make a difference. And when, and when, when struggles come, when hard times come, that's when we really see the fruit. That's when we really see the stuff you're made of. When it's time to quit. When it's time to throw in the towel when you've had enough. That's when it sees what's made of. That's what it sees when that fire heats up that silver and the dross comes to the top and you rake it off and throw it off and it's left just pure silver. When you get the stuff off. But you can't get the stuff off just doing Sunday morning church. I guess some of this is coming from John, chapter six, there, because they're getting ready to. Jesus is getting ready to feed the five thousand, feed the the with the fishes and the loaves. And at the beginning, if you read John chapter one, and you can go home and read it because I don't have but a few minutes, but you can go home and I may preach it next week. I don't know, but you can go home and read it. But Philip says, because Jesus says how. We're going to buy food for all these people because the multitude showed up. And and, 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 and and Philip said, it'd take a year's wages, and then they wouldn't get but one piece. And the Bible says he was just trying to see what how they were thinking. He was wanting to see if they had a Sunday morning mindset or if they had a kingdom mindset. That's really what he was checking out. And then Andrew comes along, Simon's Peter's brother. And he said, well, a little old boy got some fish and some bread over here, but that ain't going to touch what we're doing. Okay, you got, a, you got a Sunday morning mindset. And Jesus said, look, just let him sit down. Just set him down. Bring me, the, bring me the two bass and the bread. Just bring it here. And he began to dish it out. And I'm going to preach on it next week probably because it's good. I enjoyed preaching to myself all week long on my tractor. Just, just, just start, just start handing it out. Reminds me of the woman with the when, 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 when she said, i um, just, I got a little bit of oil and one piece of, and I'm gonna make a cake for my and my boy, and then we're gonna die." And the preacher said, "Just give it to me, and you'll be all right." Some of y'all got offended that morning because y'all thought y'all had to give it to the preacher. <laughs> it's just what the book says. I don't know. You had to take that up when you get to glory, I guess. I deal with it now, but whatever. Um, Don't give it to me unless the Lord tells you to, because I don't want it in my tent. But the oil never ran out. And the Bible says when they got through, Jesus says, y'all gather up the fragments. And there was plenty left over. So I'm asking you this morning, this is where, this is the, I could have said it all in one statement, you could have got out early, I know. But the bottom line is, are you living With a Sunday morning mindset, or are you living in the kingdom? It's your choice. I choose to live in the kingdom. I choose to hear the voice of the Father, and I choose to hear Him say, Okay, it can be better, Rodney. There's no way you lost your mind. No, it can be better. When you walk in the kingdom and not walk in a religious or a Sunday morning one hour service, if you walk in the kingdom, it gets better and better and better. It's your choice. Stand together. But, Father, it's not time to quit. It's not even time to try to figure it out. It's time to trust. It's just time to trust. And it's time to keep putting one foot in front of the other. Ministry team, whoever's called for this morning, I just want you to come up here and stand. It's not time to quit. It's time to put one foot in front of the other. And it's time to trust. It's time to trust. It's not time to lean upon your own understanding. And In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He shall direct your path. It's not time to quit. It's not time to try to figure it out. It's time to have the attitude of Peter. I don't know. I don't understand it. But you have the words of life, and I'm not leaving. So in the next few moments, if you need prayer, these precious prayer warriors will pray over you. If you'd like to share with them what's going on in your life, they'll be glad to listen and keep it confidential. If you don't want to share it, you say, I need prayer. And believe me, the Father will, will lead them to pray what needs to be prayed over you, and He will honor that, and He will bless it. So just very reverently, just if you need to come down, just come down. Nobody's going nobody's gonna to look at you funny. We've all done it. We've all been down here. Amen? Amen. Yes, and, and, and going to come again, I promise you. I'm going to come again. So Lord, just in the quietness of the moment, love on your people and minister to your people. Love on your people. God is good. He's good all the time. He's good all the time. Don't carry it home with you. Let somebody walk beside you. Don't try to do it alone. I know the world is pushing us to be alone. We don't communicate anymore. We text. The world's doing everything it can to get us from having one another to walk in this life. But I'm going to tell you, you need one another. That's why the Bible says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. You need, you need, you need a church family. You need somebody to walk beside you. So don't go home and, and be in the battle again alone. Connect with one of these prayer warriors. Believe me. Believe me. These precious ladies that meet on Tuesday, Miss Deborah is a part of that group, And I guarantee you, they're calling my name out every Tuesday. This lady right here is calling my name out every day. Every day she prays for me. And it ain't because I'm the pastor. She prays for me because she has a heart to pray. And I'm telling you, if you're walking through something, ladies, if you're walking through something, this precious lady will pray for you on a daily basis. Miss Carolyn, her... the leader of the group will pray for you. These ladies, and we've got men. Men, you got there's men here. Iron, me and Jody and Jeff and Emma and William that are, that are pouring in to Greg. All of these that are that are just praying. Man, there's so many people around here that will pray over you. You don't have to do this journey alone. You don't have to do it alone. So, Father, connect us. I pray. Connect us. You created community. You created community so we could get through and we could be exceedingly abundantly more than we ever thought we could be because we've got, we've got the kingdom and we've got kingdom people around us. And it will make a difference. Father, thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. Thank you all.